This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yalgay, Chris Gary, and Jared Timms. G'day, punters. Welcome to Ned's NRL Punting Podcast number three. We are absolutely thrilled you've decided to join us on this ride again, particularly now we're 0-2 on the multi-front. My name is Jared Timms. Joining me as they do each and every week, Broncos, Queensland, and Australia's own Gerald Yao Yi. hi and Walkerly Award-winning wordsmith, Chris Gary. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> That's great. It's fair rap. <laughs> All right. Plenty to get through this week, guys. Let's get stuck straight into it. Round two. Chris, who were your standout performances? Uh, I am absolutely loving the resilience of the Broncos. Um, I think that's fantastic. These are games they would not have won last year, the year before, the year before that. On that note, though, as good as this has been, it does present... Uh, a real issue for the Broncos. Their best player so far has been Payne Haas. As good as he is and as good as they are, this will increase tension between him and the club. My understanding is that he is still seeking that upgrade. So Payne is on about 750k this year, rising to about 850k by 2024. So I'll put it to you, Gerald. How much do you think Payne would go for on the open market if he Ooh. was available right now. If he were the West Tigers, a million. <laughs> uh, maybe 1-1. One, one. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a tough one to talk about. Being a Bronco fan, I don't want to see him go. Uh, but on the open market, you're, you're looking up towards of, of a million dollars. Uh, someone that can, you know, the outage of what he's doing, his running meters, his hit-ups, his tackles, playing the minutes he does – no prop in this day and age does what he does. So when you talk about the best of the best, Payne Haas is the best of the best in his position. And I believe he won prop of the year last year in Daly M and in a side that come very close to last. So, yeah, we're looking like we're going to have to pay someone of that calibre the money that he deserves. I think so, absolutely. And if they don't, I think this will get ugly. I really do think this year, unless the Broncos top him up to a million, he's, as you know, Gerald, you only have a short time in the game. You just yep. don't know how it can end. He's missing out on 300 plus this year, 300 plus the next year, probably more the year after that. So if you're paying Haas, I understand, especially his family, I understand the, the frustration. I also understand the Broncos saying, hey, we took a gamble on you as well. We signed you early, we signed you young, and we backed you. And yes, you've exceeded expectations. Something has to give. Oh, I see this getting quite ugly. Um, there's a lot of machinations behind the scenes at the moment. So Payne Haas, though, he's putting it to the side, isn't he? He's just dominating. Certainly is. Week in, week out for several seasons now. He's just the most terrifying oh, bloke in the game. Gun. Nice little segue, actually, into what oh. I wanted to touch on to first. Of course, the Broncos welcoming the Cowboys, reigniting that old rivalry again this weekend. Our biggest talking point mm. last week, Jason Taumalolo, is time in North mm. Queensland. We had some really strong feedback from the punters on the social channels as well. Since we spoke about that, he's come out and played a very instrumental role in the Cows, just given the Raiders an absolute touch-up last week. Gerald, Did we inspire him? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that was Let's my first so. thought, to be honest. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> Gerald, do you think there's still hope for him seeing out his time in Townsville? Oh, look, I'm I'm still not going to go back on my word. One game doesn't fix anything. I, I honestly don't think. Uh, he did buy the coach a beer, apparently, after the game in the press conference, so that might be on his side. But um, <laughs> it's a, it is still a, it's a tough talking point because, you know, they won a game comfortably against a side we thought, you know, who were sort of going upwards and were always going to be staying up towards six and above, I thought. So, you know, when we talk about round one and how he performed, it wasn't amazing. But 
has Todd Payton taken a step back and gone, all right, well, I didn't use him the best. And maybe they've had a chat behind closed doors. Is Todd Payton becoming a bit more of a softy and towards Jason Tomahola? I hope so, because it, it is the best outcome for the Cowboys and their side in the future. If those two get along and he plays the minutes he wants and he turns up for his teammates, the Cowboys fans are in for a treat this year. And, yeah. and the thing is here is it's not just one good game, Which and Jason was excellent on the weekend. This has been three or four years of really Jason not performing to that million-dollar tag. I would take Payne Haas over Jason Tamalolo any day at the moment. Um, he's just not performing to that level, and I think it's still there inside him. And I completely agree with Gerald. I don't see how Todd Payne's the person to get that out of him, and I think the Cowboys can get better use of that cap money still. But, hey, hopefully the Cowboys' Tamalolo keeps firing up. Not this week, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, very good chance for the Broncos to go 3-0 and here, something that I certainly didn't think was going to be the I don't, case. I don't think anyone's here. seen it. Yeah. You know, all three of us, even all the punters that are listening right now. one and two was their best hope. Yeah, and like you said, um, Chris, uh, they're surprising a lot of teams. They're, it's a nitty-gritty win, the first mm. two, and it's not beautiful, but we'll take it. Uh I mean, last year we would have we would be 0-2 right now. So, uh, you know, we've got to think half glass full instead of half glass, you know, half glass empty. And I think no matter what you play when you get the derby, it's always a big game. Yeah. Always. I'm pretty much going to throw the conversation back to Manly every single week. I think we all know by this point that uh, I, I love them that much. Evidently, they don't know how to play their first 40 minutes of football no. every week. Not even 40. It's the first half of the season. Yeah. well, but, like, every, every week, they just leave themselves so much work to do. I reckon Des Hasler must be the king of the halftime spray because they are always noticeably better in the second 40. They just leave themselves far too much work to do. Now, I thought, you know, that was probably one of the worst performances of the week. Do you reckon it's panic stations for anyone yet after two rounds? Look, I think this week there is actually a coach face-off in the Tigers and the Warriors. I don't see the loser of that. If the loser of that, whether it's Michael Maguire or Nathan Brown, I think that's a real issue for them moving forward. If the Tigers go 0-3, surely Maguire's gone. Surely. To lose to the Warriors, he's got to go, really. Sorry, I'm just laughing because... I've just I've just visioned this all of, of preseason, you know him. Oh, you know I just thought he would be gone before round ten, and I've said it before. I don't want to hurt Madge's feelings. He's a great coach, yeah. but it's not working at the West Tigers. Does he succeed somewhere else? Possibly, but unfortunately, it's not working. The remedy for, at the moment for him and the West Tigers is not working. And you know what? I agree. I, he could be if they get absolutely dushed this week. He could be showing the door. Yeah. yeah, it looks to me like they're not really playing for him. The players look disinterested. And also, Trent Barrett, Bulldogs playing Manly. This should be a win for Manly. Here's the thing. There's there's a few coaches at the moment, namely Paul Green, uh, Cameron Seraldo, and also Christian Wolf over in the Super League. Those three are being actively sought out by clubs. And if you prepare to wait and settle on your coach, say it's the Tigers with Maguire, see him out the year, see how things go, you might miss the chance to get your guy. Is Chris is 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 the other thing though, and Jared money issue for the West Tigers. You know, if they go and they have to pay him out, is it too much money for them yeah. to outlay someone like him to go? We need to move him on. Have they had that conversation already? I don't. I don't know. For someone like the West Tigers, they don't seem like a team who is, you know, very well uh, off when it comes to to funds. So, look, I don't think 
he he makes a pass round 10, but I, I also think it's hard for them to sack him right now because of the money reasons. Yeah, un- unless they, they really like one of those three coaches I mentioned, and I, I'm hearing great things about Christian Wolf in, Wolf in particular. But you're right. Do they have the money? Probably not. The West Tigers are so frustrating because they have a huge fan base. Oh, massive. Know, from a journalist perspective, when you wrote anything about the Tigers – clicks galore. So mm. the ROI and investment on time for the Tigers as a journalist is Oh, well, here they come again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, not a lot of wins really, in my opinion anyway, evidently in our opinion, moving you know, in, in anywhere in the, uh, in the near future for West Tigers, I don't think. I'm hoping there is plenty of wins from a betting perspective from us this week. Let's get into it. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, guys, it's that time of week where we welcome back in the Neds form guide, Fondler. <laughs> like Betting expert, Ryan Cook. Ryan, welcome back. Oh, boys, I don't know if I can live up to that name. That's, uh, you've really set me up here, Timsy. Appreciate that, mate. All right, Ryan, two rounds in now. It's usually the point of the season we start seeing some real betting trends emerge. Punters starting to get a bit more confidence. Teams, form starts to emerge. I think we should start with your biggest confident ra- confidence raiser. I beg your pardon. Who's this week's Don't Argue? Look, it's a tough choice this week, boys. Um, I nearly went with Nat Butcher, and I even thought about Greg Marzu, but look, you got to go with the 100 gamer. Viliami Kikau, handy $2.70 anytime try scorer against the Dragons on Friday night. A price I don't think we'll be getting anytime soon, especially with Brian Tiao out for two or so months. He looked like an NFL lineman charging down Ben Hunt's kick on his way to scoring the game's first try last week, paying a handy $13 if you don't Ooh, mind. Thanks very much. The Jeez. value didn't stop there, though. He went on to make it a double just before halftime, bursting over the line off a nice feed, $8.50 for the double. And just looking ahead, the Panthers play the Knights on Saturday, Arvo, in what is a massive game between first and second. We're getting $3.10 for Kikau any time. But I am going to warn the punters here. The Knights have typically held him in check, allowing him to score just once in seven appearances. All right. Well, some popular picks struck in first try scorer betting last week. I'm assuming Xavier Coates is going to get a mention in this week's If You're Not First, You're Last. For the third week in a row, too. Uh, So round one was an absolute bloodbath for the punters, um, but they got off to a fast start on Thursday thanks to Manly's, uh, sorry, Melbourne's new money man. Certainly wasn't Manly's. (laughs) Certainly wasn't. uh, uh, Xavier Coates cashing in at $7.75. Really easy watch when he reeled in that kick from Harry Grant and the good fortune continued on Friday, Arvo, when the man we just spoke about, Kikau, scored. Things got a little rougher on Friday night when Roosters hooker Drew Hutchinson was on the receiving end of a really nice pass from Sam Walker. It was only the seventh time the big man has found the stripe in his career, which explains the $31 on offer. Uh, but the best result for the book came in the final game as Braden Burns crashed through, uh, crashed through rather Herbie Farnworth to score 10 minutes in against the Broncos. $23 for that one. But Brisbane's win was actually the worst result for the book as punters piled in on the firming Broncos, who kicked off at $1.60. Um, if you're looking for a first try scorer tip this week, I do like Cody Walker, a juicy $19 odds mm. against the Roosters on Friday. He's, fire up. he's scored a try in each of South Sydney's last three home games against the Chooks, and he's also found the stripe in seven of his 13 career appearances Ooh. against them. 
top it off. He scored the first try twice in his career against the Tricolours. He always seems to step up in games like that one as well. So round three might be it for Cody Walker. Uh, who are our punting pals this week? Got a bit of a quirky one. Um, and it probably wasn't a, a pal of yours if you're a Rabideau supporter, but Golden Point. We saw three games go to extra time last year, and we got our first Golden Point thriller of the 2022 season. There was only season. three last only year. Only three wow. yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, wow. So thanks to Latrell Mitchell, $19 for the game to go to Golden Point, and then $29 for the Storm to win in extra time. So it's just one of those markets that I think punters sometimes forget about, but there's some real, real value there available if you're, you're willing to roll the dice. Um, the next one is very interesting. It's the Dragons. They've now lost seven straight games against reigning premiers after losing to the Panthers last week. Just one to keep in, keep in mind if these two sides do meet later in the year in the finals. Um, and we, we're talking about Ken Mamalo again. Uh, we, we touched on him last week because he's just been dead set money in the anytime try scorer market. And he produced the goods with five minutes to spare against the Knights to avoid the shutout. He's now scored at least one try in each of West's last five games as underdogs, and you're getting $2 for him on Friday, Arvo, against the Warriors as well. Uh, just a couple of tips heading into round three. The first is Damian Cook, who brings up game number 150 against the Chooks. He's not a known try scorer, scoring only two last year, but he's never scored against the Roosters in his career. So what better way to celebrate a massive achievement? I also like Nick Kotrick. Uh, he steps out in search of his 50th try for the Green Machine on Saturday against the Titans. He's still searching for his first try of the season after missing last week's game, but Gold Coast has been a team he's preyed upon throughout his career. He scored five tries in seven games against them, so $2.25. Thank you very much. All right, uh, Ryan, looking into the future, a few forecasts round three and beyond. Not as chaotic as it was last week, but, yeah, a few movers and shakers. We have to lead off with the Knights, uh, who improved to 2-0 last week without Caelan Ponga, surprisingly. It's only a small sample size, but Newcastle has firmed from $23 into 17 to win the Premiership. Well, they're also $2.20 into $1.90 to make the top eight. Gerald, they are the real deal. They are the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In terms of drifters, no prizes for guessing. It's the Bunnies and Manly. Souths were $11 heading into round two to win it all. They're now out to to $15. Um, And you can see the the impact Latrell had last week. Give them a little bit more time. I don't know what you guys think, but do you you think the Rabbits are going to still make the eight or...? No. <laughs> I think they're going to go 0-4, but they're going to have to do a lot of work if they're going to get back from there. So at the moment, for me, where they sit right now, no. That's a big call, Jarrell. What, what are you seeing that's going wrong there? Just leadership, like in the in the halves. That's that's it. Uh, unfortunately, that young kid, Elias, it's, it's unfortunate. He's in a great position to elevate his career, but you're coming off the back of – it's basically you've been, you know – Michael Jordan's left and someone's replaced him. That's that's Adam Reynolds, unfortunately. And uh, that's the way we see it at the moment. And you can see those, just the last passes and the small stuff that Adam Reynolds did, did very well. So, no, I don't think they make the eight at the moment. Definitely have a bit of a hole to dig themselves out of, that's for sure. Uh, the Sea Eagles, it's a similar story, $11 out to 15s, but probably more importantly, uh, $4 into $3.05 to miss the top eight. And lastly, I just want to touch on the top try scorer market because things are really getting interesting now. Xavier Coates, who we just talked about, $7.50 into $5.50 favoritism, while last year's leading try scorer Alex Johnston is on a big drift, sevens out to nine. The same goes for Turbo. He's gone from $9 last week out to 12 uh, so considering this is the first week that we haven't tipped him, he probably scores five against the dogs. But 
All right, Ryan, I had a couple of bets I wasn't too thrilled with in retrospect last week. Our multi was one of them. I'm tipping I wasn't the only one, though. What aren't we telling the Miso about this week? Oh, we got a few blokes in the doghouse this week, I reckon. <laughs> uh, the first one probably qualifies as a bad beat, but we had one guy put down 50K on the storm to cover, minus seven and a oh. half. Looked safe as houses for about 65 minutes until uh, Alex Johnson and Latrell Mitchell had all the right ideas. Um, I thought our multi was going to fall over because the Storm were about to put 40 on, honestly. I just got goosebumps hearing that. (laughs) Jesus. I've got got a better one. So on Friday night, one punter fancied the Panthers, minus nine and a half, took out his checkbook and put down a big old fat 35K. (laughs) Again, looked home for all money until the Dragons pitched the second half shutout. No. Um, And at the same time, we also took what I think was probably the biggest head shaker of the entire round, 10K on the Dragons at $3.50 head-to-head. What are these people doing? <laughs> it's yeah. a question. I don't know, but it makes me go home and feel good about myself, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> we saw another guy lose 25K on the Titans, minus 8.5 against the Warriors. But uh, another really tough one was on Saturday, 20K on the Raiders to beat the Cowboys oh. at $1.65. Do you guys have any confidence in the Raiders? In uh, I don't, I'm not sure if they're top eight, but would you, I, would I, you bet on them, Chris? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think they're a good team because I actually think Ricky Stewart's a really strong coach. I know there's been a lot of controversy around him, but I think he's a really experienced coach, and I think they'll be on the fringe of the yeah. day. I think they got ambushed by the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the Cowboys just came to play at home, and I don't think they lose this week at GIO Stadium. It's a tough. They, they are really tough yeah. to beat in Canberra. It's cold. Yeah, what time Rick, is that game being played? I, I think that's know. the key, isn't it? Ricky's on the sideline right. side yeah, right. stalking. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to beat him when he's on the sideline screaming, right? Like just in itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Well, I think we need a bit of confidence after listening to those heading into the round ahead. For every bad bet, there's also some ripping ones. So bring us home with some uh, some good good news stories. That is correct, guys. We saw an absolute ripper come through on Sunday. Arvo, 37k on the Knights head to head at a dollar 65. Little bit of risk involved too with Ponger out, but my favourite had to be this one. 75k on the Broncos in the live market, paying a dollar 80. This one came through just after Farmworth scored his first try on the other side of halftime. So, yeah, punter service announcement, guys. Uh, always pays to keep an eye on the live market. Oh, stop it. Absolutely. 75K That's... on the Broncos. It's <laughs> a bit of quiche. Jeez. All right, punters. Well, good luck with those forecasts this week, Ryan. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. All right, boys. We're 0-2. That is well documented. I'm a firm believer in the saying third time's a charm. With that in mind, I'm very very confident with what we've put together for round three. Now, what neither of you might be aware of, and the listeners as well, the Ned's AFL punting podcast was launched this week. It features Ned's very own Dylan Leach playing my role. Jarrell Alistair Lynch, three-time premiership player, is in your spot. Now, Chris, your former courier male colleague, Greg Davis, is playing your role. Good fella. You guys were mates? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty close, I think. Yeah, all right. Well, of your betting abilities, he had this to say. Well, first, firstly, just on those card wars with the Maltese boys, if we can't beat a team that has Chris Gary in it, we are in some bother. Ooh. Okay, so let's fire up. Tiger Gary, Tiger Gary, we've we got to beat him. Fair dinkum. Wow. Yeah. Bit of bump steers over the years, obviously. Yeah. No, not really at all, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I got into betting when I was at Channel 7 through the great Paddy Welsh. Uh, Uh, My missus always appreciates uh, him indoctrinated me into uh, gambling, so (laughs) thanks for that. No, how did they actually go, though? 
How did they go? I don't think anything's actually come off the line yet. No, they are. Their multi starts on a Wednesday night. We record on a Wednesday night. Oh, it's actually starting on Thursday night. I'm being told. Well, look, so. if, if it's a bit of competition now, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think that makes it a bit more exciting for us boys to uh, get up and get one over those AFL boys. I think what these blokes will learn too is that it's very easy to have confidence before you actually put one together and go live <laughs> yeah. with one of these also, things. Also, it's the beauty of the NRL competition in compared to the AFL is that it's far more unpredictable. Absolutely. So with that in mind, what I said before. <laughs> all right. Third time's a charm. Uh, Gerard, your leg's up first this week. Where are we looking? Yeah, look, I, I think the uh, these this team can, can score some points but also uh, are not great at finishing sides at the moment. So I'm going to go the Dragons 1-12, to 12, uh, purely the first two rounds. Uh, they didn't blow out teams. Uh, obviously, the second round they came close to Penrith late in the game. So... Purely of my statistics in my brain, I'm going to go the Dragons 1-12. to I think that is as good as anything. $2.95 we're getting for your leg this week, Gerald. I'm second up. Now, we touched on this quite a bit just before. I'm really concerned for West fans this year. They were absolutely awful in round two. They like spark direction. I really don't know where and when their first win is going to come this year. Now, I can see they're playing a Warriors team that are also 0-2 this week, but that club has been in both matches that they've been in so far. Cup. Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment, the line is only two points. I'm going to take the Warriors mm. to cover as two-point favourites. $2. Chris, we need a third. Bring us home. Going hard. Go hard or go home. 13-plus Raiders to defeat the Titans. Um, I think the spray Ricky would have given them last week is going to inspire them. Positions are on the line. I really think they're going to do a number of the times who I'm still not convinced about. Their defence is really bad. If you want a value pick, it's this leg alone, mm. $3.70 for the Raiders 13+. plus. Now, having yet to get one home, we've doubled our quote on the last couple of weeks. $21.86. We need something. We need something. Hey, if the Tigers uh, don't win, surely they might uh, win the night before. A couple of boys heading to the Pokies, surely. What's your opinion on that? Because it's really divided people. I mean, Mate, I, honestly, I have no issue. I actually was just today, I was with the Pearl and I was listening to some of these stories about some of the mischief they used to get up to. And even myself, like, you know, I'm happy to talk about this now. Uh, but, you know, on a we, we used to have a lot of Wednesdays, uh, Friday night games. Um, I used to go to the pub on a Tuesday night, have a palmy and, no, fairly rip in and have a few beers and wouldn't get home till 10 o'clock. So I would say that's pretty similar to what they're doing, right? Uh, I've got a day off the next day. Um, I mean, there's boys that I know that have gone to the pokies the the night before but still turned up. I think the problem right now for them is that they're just not playing well. So I think for them to just use a bit of common sense, if you're going to go do it, maybe wear a, wear a balaclava or something. <laughs> Probably don't do that. <laughs> that but tends to go down well in yeah, gambling. But, 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 but in, you know, you, I don't know. I just think, you know, read the room, gentlemen, you know, and the where you are at the moment. I don't have an issue if you're going to go do that night before a game. If that's the way you prepare, then go go do what you got to do. It is not sitting well with a lot of people, but if they had turned up and killed it, we would never even heard about this. Yeah, absolutely. And we saw this a couple of years ago with the Broncos. Remember, uh, they were actually caught out oh, in yeah. Sydney playing the poker, pokies, which was a huge drama. But I completely agree with you, Joel. I mean, how far are we going to go? Um, we've stopped players doing basically most things they're allowed to actually do. Mm. Yes, it's the night before a game. It's not a great look, but it's really not that big of an issue. And I think the other thing is 
you know, as a as a leadership group, I think you should need to have those conversations though and say, hey boys, you know, it's probably not the right thing if we're staying, you know, near a pub to go and sit in the pokies at 10 o'clock at night. And if if then they've had that conversation with your leadership group and as a, as a group and, uh, you know, in all, then that's probably when you go, well, lads, which he's taking the piss a little bit, you know, what yeah. he's doing. So, yeah, there's got you just got to read the room a little bit better. Uh, I don't have an issue with what they've gone and done. If it was two, three in the morning, probably, yeah. you know, it's a little bit different. But I, I know a lot of boys that play their PlayStation, yeah, exactly. including myself, that before games I take, take it with me on away games. And I didn't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning. But I'd wake up at nine, I'd have my breakfast, go for my team walk and then have another nap. Now, I can tell you this much. There's, I'm not trying to blow smoke on my bum, but I didn't, there wasn't, I was a fairly, there was not a time where I didn't play a good game. And that's because I knew my routine and the way I wanted to play was aggressive, um, compete for everything. And I think that that's what they've got to remember. If they're going to go do these things, all you have to do is turn up on the day. And I, and I think one point to note as well on that is that players today are the best behaved players for quite some time. Um, half the stories that you hear and Gerard would have heard them all as well. Uh, these, this group is better behaved. There's no doubt about that. They're far more professional than, than ever. And each, each new class gets more professional. I have to be professional. You cannot do what Payne Haas does week in and week out without being professional. So don't don't let that shy off from anyone. These kids are professional as professional can be, but they are humans as well, and sometimes they make a wrong error, you know, they're a wrong judgment. All right, well, circling back to what has got, got us onto that, I beg your pardon, the Ned's NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience, on, punters. You can find it under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Ned's app. Okay, punters, that is almost us for the week. Thank you, JYY. Thank you, Chris. Uh, any final thoughts for the week, gentlemen? Yeah, me. Uh, watch out for the Storm Para game. I think it's going to be a blockbuster. I think Parramatta will get a bit of a rocket from uh, BA uh, over last week. And I don't think Melbourne were at their best uh, last week as well and didn't finish the game. And Craig Bellamy wouldn't have liked that. So two big hitters coming up against this each other this week. I think, for me, it's the game of the round, and I think that's the one to watch for the punters. A um, couple for me, Latrell Mitchell exploding, I'm sure. I can't wait for that. And the other one would be, I am absolutely unconvinced about the Knights. I think they're going to get smashed this week. Um, I'm yet to really... They beat a, a Roosters team that had barely had a preseason and the Tigers. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yet to be convinced about them. Look, they're going to make the eight. We can see that. They're a solid team. But people talking them up like definite top four premiership? No. You reckon blowout or do you reckon it's going to be close? No, I think the Panthers will put 20 plus. Yeah, I hope it's... A, I don't hope... I hope it's close because yeah. I want to see a good game of footy. But yeah. if it is... We'll talk about that next week. Pongo back in this week? Yeah, he's back. He's back, the man. Uh, you know, is it, you know, having some injury? Is it a bit of a doubt in how he plays his game? We'll soon find out. Against the reigning premiers. Well, punters, we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a review if it's a nice one. Uh, find us on the <laughs> socials at, at Ned's Oz. Enjoy the footy this weekend. Of course, if you're having a bet, always remember to get responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly.